Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build your network. Episode 38. Hey, this is Nicole Holland, host of Get Guest Ready, the podcast that teaches you how to be a great podcast guest. And if you want to be a network building rock star, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chappell. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first, if you're listening to this, then there's a good chance that you're serious about building your network. If that's you, and only if you're serious, you should definitely check out my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta. If you want more personal engagement, proven connection strategies and tactics, and some awesome giveaways like shopping sprees, beats, headphones, et cetera, et cetera, then head on over to byn.media forward slash FB to join the group, or you can search Facebook groups for Build Your Network Beta and join there. And once you do, please be sure to introduce yourself and say what's up, and I will catch you there. 
And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Nicole Holland. Nicole is a podcaster, master coach, and marketing strategist all rolled up into one purple-haired powerhouse. She's known as a secret weapon that smart CEOs and successful small business owners turn to to grow their business exponentially through podcast guesting. Proud to have been named in the Huffington Post as one of 50 must-follow women entrepreneurs in 2017 alongside female business leaders like Marie Forleo, Daniel Laporte, Amy Porterfield, and Dory Clark. Nicole is all about recognizing and empowering today's emerging leaders to get known now through podcast guesting. It's a pleasure to have my friend Nicole Holland join us here on the show today, and I'm excited for what we're going to dive into. Nicole, thanks so much for coming on. Really, really, really excited to have you. Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro a little bit and then tell us more about yourself. Sure. So Travis, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I know you've been super patient waiting for this. We both have super busy schedules and um, I just, I'm really honored that you, that you want to be here on the show. You've got an amazing lineup of guests and uh, tons of value. So I'm super excited that you've gone out and started this podcast. Um, Definitely, definitely important because, you know, I'm, I'm a relationship person and we hear the word networking. um, It's often, seen as uh, like, not everybody loves it. Some people are all like, ooh, networking. Um, but some people who are like me, <laughs> um, more introverted, maybe um, less push, more attract, you know, that kind of energy. Um, networking just kind, kind of feels funny, but relationship building, oh my gosh, like all about that. And so I love how you really open up the conversation for people to understand all the different facets and all the different ways that they can build their network. And really, what is a network? It's not just a Rolodex. It's not just a list of names and numbers, but it's actual relationships with real people. And I'm all about that and super jazzed to uh, to see what we get into today. Networking is definitely a word that triggers a lot of people. And some of them, like you said, positively, some of them negatively. But I would probably say most of them is negatively. Um, And so I always try to do my part to make sure that we are changing the definition of the word uh, to relationship building, because that's really what it's about. It's not about going to a conference and handing out a thousand business cards. It's about going to a conference and meeting and building relationships with actual people. And one of the ways that I've been able to do that, and I'm sure one of the ways that you've been able to do that, Nicole, is through podcasting. How has podcasting really helped you push your business forward? Oh my gosh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> so um, the way I first of all got into podcasting was I ran, I run an annual summit. So the 1st of November, um, this year as well, so 15, 16, and 17, I run what's called the Business Building Rockstar Summit. And it's essentially, it's an online conference where I bring together marketing leaders and not just marketing leaders, but different business building rock stars, I call them, um, to explain how to build an online business effectively. And uh, the first year, so 2015, um, I was interviewing John Lee Dumas, who we both know. And he, after the interview, so I was asked, interviewing him about podcasting because I had heard of it. I didn't know. I never listened to podcasts, really. I didn't 
I wasn't interested in podcasts, but I knew that my audience wanted to know about how do I start a podcast. So we did this interview and at the end, he's like, Nicole, you're really good at this interview thing. You should consider podcasting because it's a heck of a lot easier than hosting a summit. And I was like, ah, well, you know, I've committed to summit for at least three years and that's all right, you know, but I'll take it under advisement because like, obviously, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I continued on with the summit. I finished that up. And after the summit was over, I had gotten an email from John. And so I revisited the idea and I I looked into it. I thought about it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I have so many things I already want to focus on. Do I really need this? And so I thought, yeah, makes sense. I'll try it out. So I booked a call with him. He made me set a date <laughs> way sooner than I wanted to. And the rest is history. And I launched my podcast on March 21st, 2016. Um, it has not been very long at all. And in that time, well, also, you know, between the summits and the podcasts, um, I have by now interviewed well over 250 successful people, successful entrepreneurs, people that inspire me. And um, I don't know. I, I can't identify, you know, how things would be different if I hadn't. It's it's totally fueled my business, my being. Everything I do now is like wrapped around podcasts yeah, and the relationships yeah. that I build through the podcasts. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So you had a completely different business before podcasting then, right? Because now now that you started your podcast, now your main business is coaching people on how to be a good podcast guest, right? So like your whole business took a giant pivot when you got into the podcasting space. Is that right? Well, I would say a pivot and then a pivot and, and still on and on. So what I was doing 
before. So I, okay, let's, let's back up. So it's funny because before we hit record, you mentioned um, that you were a basketball fan growing up and you and I are in two different, different eras. <laughs> so when you were young, <laughs> I was already out of basketball, but my first love, my first iteration of Nicole as a career person was working in professional sports and entertainment Bec- through through basketball, really. So I started out with an internship in uh, a boutique marketing firm. I fell in love with sports marketing, and then I went on to work for Washington Sports and Entertainment, representing the Bullets, which now are called the Wizards. Right, so right. then from there, I also worked with the NHL, with um, Georgetown Hoyas, with all these different leagues um, in marketing and in sales. And yeah, it, it was, uh, I loved it. And I've had a million different things in my, I don't, I don't know. I've lived like a whole bunch of different lives. I guess. <laughs> I've guess. i traveled a lot. And when I was younger, I just did so many different things, but I always loved marketing and I was always a natural coach. So when I was very young, my little brother got cancer. Um, I was 11 at the time, I believe. And because of that experience, we got involved with um, an organization that supports children and families that are dealing with childhood cancer. And through that, um, I learned a lot of coaching skills, to be honest, a lot of, you know, reflection skills, a lot of processing skills and things like that. And as the years went by, I wound up supporting people and using a lot of these skills and then made it official in 2003, became a transformational, like certified transformational life coach. So throughout everything, there was always the marketing, there was always the coaching, always loved it. So yes, fast forward, I was getting guests on my podcast, noticing what um, what made a really great guest stand out from somebody who was not really great, inquiring about that, and then teaching others how to do that. Eventually, I agreed to start doing a done-for-you service where I now book people as guests. I play that matchmaker. And coming back around, I'm a coach. At heart, I am a coach and I am a marketing strategist. And so now what I love doing is mixing it all up. So I work with people both in terms of getting them out on shows, but also in terms of helping them shine using podcast guesting as a tactic. That is so, so many insights that I took from that. But I think the main one is... I love what you're talking about, that you're a coach at heart and then that's your strength and that's what you love doing and coaching and marketing and coaching and marketing. That's what I've always done. And it's just, so you've been on these different industries, these different fields, just completely different arenas, but you always tended toward the same thing. And I think that that's a huge um, advantage to play to your strengths. And it's something that a lot of people um, lose sight of because we're, we're taught so much to focus on our weaknesses that sometimes we neglect to really double and triple down on our strengths, which is something that I love that Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about is triple down your strengths, triple down your strengths. They're your strengths for a reason. So I like what you did when you were coming into the podcasting space is that you took your strength and then you took a passion and then you took a some blue waters, some area that hasn't been you know murked up, uh, bloodied up already, and uh, you came up with your own 
uh, kind of spin and business on that whole thing. And now you're booked up with clients and have too many and can't even handle them. <laughs> and uh, so I think that's an awesome, awesome story for for people because because I get that question a lot is, you know, how do I find my purpose? Like, how do I find what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, I'm, I'm lost right now. What am I supposed to do? And that simple exercise is something that I always tell people, hey, look, write a list of your strengths, write what, you, write what you're good at, write what you love doing, write what you think that there's a need for and see where those three areas coincide the most and then do it, you know, and, that, and that's exactly what, exactly what you did. What's been the most exciting thing about uh, what you do right now, Nicole? You know, um, just doing it. Really, just the I would say the most exciting thing overall is that I just get to be happy every day. I get to be excited every day. I get to look forward to just just being, you know, for for lack of a a better word, being in bliss, if you will. Like not to say that it's all rainbows and and unicorns and stuff. It's not. You know, you. I mean, I'm on like very little sleep right now. I've got a back to back slam day, but in this moment, all I'm really focused on is this conversation we're having right now. And it's amazing. And, and there's nothing to compare it to, you know? So being able to have experiences that just light me up and make me happy every day is, is really for me, what it's all about. That's success to me, just really being in the present moment and, being joyful and being appreciative and just feeling good. I mean, we all have a finite period of time on this, on this earth. And I just can't imagine, I I used to spend it miserable and I'm just not willing to do that anymore. No kidding. No kidding. True freedom is definitely, definitely where it's at and definitely why I, I do these things for a living just because exactly what you just said. Um, you, even, even though it may not be like, like you said, rainbows and unicorns all the time, even, even when it's not, it, it's still, it's still fun. <laughs> it's still yeah. okay. It's enjoyable. It's like enjoying you know? the journey, right? Right. So important. Now, Nicole, this is the Build Your Network podcast where we really try to focus on helping people grow their inner circles, which is something that you are a master at. So I'm really looking forward to diving into some of these, uh, topics of conversation with you. Uh, first question, I always ask everybody this, and I'm really looking forward to how you're going to answer it. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? I have to tell you that this question I know, of course, is an every person question. And I was like, oh my gosh, can I even do this show? Because I don't know that I can answer this question. <laughs> um I really don't believe that it is who you know or what you know. I believe it is more about what do you want and what are you willing to do for it? I spent, you know, as I said, I was in professional sports and entertainment. You know, I used to ride the elevator with Wes Unseld, who, again, we're in a different era, so I don't know if you know who he is. <laughs> but, you know, I, I um, as a kid, again, with Sean having had cancer, we got invited to all these, you know, benefits. So I have had dinner with Tom Selleck as a kid. And so who, the who never really never really impressed me. You know, I mean, we all bleed red and what I'm a high school dropout. So the, what never really, um, I, I, for many, many, many years, I felt super inadequate because I'm a high school dropout. Um, and then I realized it doesn't matter what I know. It doesn't matter who I know. It matters what I want and what I'm willing to do to get it. And so when you have a focus of, 
you know, of, of, of what you want and you're willing to get uncomfortable over and over and over again, you get it. I mean, that's how I got the interview with John Lee Dumas when I had just quit my job as a correctional officer. That's how, you know, everything I've built in my life, I think it's yes, network and people that, you know, so, so, so important. You can't do anything successfully in a vacuum. You can't do it all by yourself. You always have people who are going to hold you up and who you're going to hold up. And, um, at least if you want to have a happy life, (laughs) but at the end of the day, there's nobody that I can't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I completely understand what you're saying for sure. So I don't think it's like the who you know in terms of that turns the key to the open the door for you. Sometimes it does. But even if you don't know the person that's holding the key, you can still get through that door. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely true. But I, and I think I think what you're what you're saying um, definitely coincides a little bit with how I would answer that question. Um, but, uh, no, I completely understand where you're, where you're coming from. So then tell us uh, a little bit about a a story or a time, uh, in your life, Nicole, when, when a connection that you made through, uh, one or two connections or a series of connections, uh, really helped lead you to a big moment of success in your business. So, man, okay. Adam Urbanski. Yeah. Adam Urbanski is my mentor. He's my coach and, um, I'm in his mastermind and he has been instrumental in really pushing me. Um, and the way that I made that connection again, I, I did it. Um, I didn't ask anybody to see, I followed him, found him, um, online. I was listening to him. I was following him. I was watching interviews and I, and I listened to like how he gets approached for interviews and stuff like that. And it was probably about 18 months before I finally approached him. And I just brought my own personality to it. Um, I didn't use some form letter. I didn't do some cold picture. I mean, it was, it was cold, but I had already been following him. I'd been sharing his content. I've been mm-hmm. adding value to him. He already noticed me. I already had acknowledgement that at least from a social media standpoint, whether it was him or his team, that they were engaging with the content that I was sharing. Um, They were liking things I was saying. And then when I reached out, I just brought my personality to the table and even quoted an interview that he did where he said he will say, um, I think it was something about um, he never says no the first time somebody asks, uh, sorry, he never says yes the first time somebody asks for an interview and they have to ask three times because then he knows it's real or something like that. This is a long time ago, right? And so I brought that into the conversation. Like, listen, I know you never say yes the first time somebody asks you. So just so you know, this is just an initial introduction and I'm happy for you to say no because I'm going to still write you another two times, <laughs> you know, and something like that. And yeah. he's like, haha, very good. Um, and so we started connecting. So yeah, nobody made that introduction. It was me observing and then getting super uncomfortable, having that horrible knot in the pit of my stomach to say, um, can I interview you for my brand new podcast that hasn't even gone live yet? And him saying yes. Mm -hmm, And that started a beautiful um, relationship where now I am his client and he also is one of my clients. So it's pretty cool and amazing things have happened since that point. 
So what was that fear that you had when, when you were, when you were trying to figure out a way to reach out to him? Um, so if somebody's sitting out there and they're like, man, that's so cool. I wish I could do that, but I'm just, you know, too afraid. What would you tell them? Yeah, totally. The fear is I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. Um, and I don't know anybody who doesn't go through that (laughs) at some point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like, when you want to meet somebody face to face, if you're at a conference or something, you and I just got back, um, from podcast movement and it's like all these people standing around going, Oh, can I say hi? Can I say hi? And like, (laughs) even for example, for me, like I wasn't a fangirl or anything like that, but, um, you know, Michael Selzner, somebody that I've watched for a long time, I realized that, um, I don't, I don't have an in to uh, get his attention. I tried for a long time. I followed. I, you know, shared stuff. At some point, you just got to go. Maybe this person just isn't the right person to know. Like, I mean, even though they're an amazing person, maybe they're just not the right connection. Like, I want to meet people who fall in love with me and who I fall in love with. And we can have so much fun and and play together and have just really cool stuff happening. But I still, I super duper respect him. I admire what he's done. And so he was at Podcast Movement. And so at one point, you know, I was like standing around watching all these people talking to him. And then at one point I just went over and I was like, hi, I just want to introduce myself, put my face in front of yours. And I like reached out my hand and I said, I'm Nicole Holland and uh, just, just wanted to say hi. He's like, okay, hi. And he probably will never remember who I am. And you know, there may nothing ever come of it, but I just, I just took the stand of like, I feel inspired to go say hello to this person. I'm not going to ask for anything. Um, but you know, i I just want to make a connection. And sometimes I think that's all it is. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. I think that that's in super important what you were just saying anyway. And just again, bringing up Gary Vaynerchuk um, with the jab, 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 right hook. I think that's just another jab. You know, you've been jabbing mm-hmm. for a while, jabbing for a while by sharing content and promoting his stuff. And then now you shake his hand at a, at a conference. And then next time you'll be, I'm sure you'll be at another conference with them sooner or later. And then he'll see you there. He'll, he'll remember the purple hair and, uh, um, uh, put a, put in, put a name to the, to the face. And then I, I just think that, I just think that it's so long term that uh, so many people look, look at it as such a short term game. Like you said, you've been following him for a really long time and it's it to me it's just so so much more long term than most people think that it is um and it's so important to keep that in mind when <clears throat> when you're really trying to reach out to somebody like that and i love what you brought up as far as adding value to somebody cuz i i've gotten this question multiple times um since i've started the since i've started the show is hey you know travis i i don't i don't really know you know, I don't have a lot of knowledge about this certain topic. I don't have a lot of experience. I don't have a lot of connections. I don't really have anything to offer to somebody that's, you know, a big influence who has all the connections in the world, who, who makes seven figures. And, you know, wh- how do I, how do I add value to somebody like that when I don't have anything to give, you know? And, um, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, um, be a proponent of what they do. Um, and I think any influencer would agree that, um, the best thing that you could do for them is just sharing their content, liking their stuff, commenting, actively engaging. And if they have a Facebook group or community, join that, you know, and, and, um, eventually they'll notice if somebody is constantly, constantly, constantly sharing their stuff, putting it out there, telling people to buy their programs. If you buy their programs, you know, if whatever you can do to be a big proponent and basically be a salesman for them, uh, people like that will really start to notice it. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you really brought that up. Um, that was a huge tip, huge tip. Thank you. And I just want to go back and answer your question again with another person. 
that you just reminded me of. You know, we before we hit record, we were talking about John Corcoran, who was, I believe, episode one with you. Is that right? Uh, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Or, or right, right at the beginning there at some point. And um, I love John Corcoran. And you mentioned by their program. Well, and I do want to say too, you know, what you were just saying, it's like there is a border and a, and, and it's a thin line. Don't, you, you got to know where the difference is between, you know, being a, a like a, a champion and being a nag. Annoying. Like you, <laughs> yeah. Like that's just that desperate, like, please notice me, please notice me. Don't do that. But make sure it's sincere and authentic. And so um, when it comes to John Corcoran, I mean, he was instrumental in in my business growth and my business start, I should say. Um, I had come across somebody by the name of Nick Loper and he actually was the first podcast I was listening to, but I didn't know it was a podcast. I just found his blog and I was listening on the page. Um, so I didn't even know it was a podcast, but Nick, um, I got on his list because man, he has so much value. He, he's, uh, his blog is side hustle nation and he's got the side hustle show. And it's like, I don't know how this guy cranks out so much dang on good stuff, but it is amazing. And so I was on his list. It was like one of the first lists I was on and he'd sent something out about a webinar he was hosting with this guy, John Corcoran, all about how to connect with influencers. And I was planning my first summit where I had no network and nobody knew who I was. I had just quit my job as a correctional officer. And I thought, I need to hear this. So I went to the webinar, I listened, and at the end, of course, John offered a program for sale. And he had the regular program, and then he said, and if you want to get the next level, then you get a 30, actually, I think it was like a 20-minute call with me. So you take the course, and then we'll get on the phone for 20 minutes, and I'll answer any questions you have. I was like, done. I didn't even take the course, Travis, to be honest with you. I started looking through it. John, if you're listening, I love you so, so much. But that, I mean, he's upgraded a lot since then. This is a couple years ago. Well, this is back in um, in early 2015. Yeah. So, but it was, I, I'm, it, it was not the best, um, it was not the best delivery for me as a kinesthetic learner. Mm-hmm. Was, and, and so I went through the information. He's got great templates and all that, but I didn't use any of it. What I did was I wanted to get on the phone with him. And so I hopped on the phone. It wound up, I think it was like supposed to be a 20 minute call. It turned into a 40 minute call. And all I let him know was like who I was and and that I wanted to interview him for my summit. That's why I bought his program specifically to ask him to be on my summit. Right. And he said, Yes. <laughs> he said yes. And I was like, that's so cool. And he's like, what are you looking for? And he started asking me questions about my plans for the summit. And he said, well, can I introduce you to some people? And I said, of course you can. <laughs> no, and that you got the ball. I got the ball rolling. And I met so many amazing people from that interaction. In fact, one of the people he introduced me to Nope, actually, sorry, I was going to say Amber, but no, I reached out to her much the same way as I did Adam. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, I bought his program specifically to get the call. Same with John Lee Dumas. Well, with John Lee Dumas, I wanted to get the education about podcasting, but the call I upgraded, you know, mm-hmm. because the call was really important to me. And so that's something that when people say, well, I don't know how, or I can't do this, you're 100% right. Like, 
I take such an interest in my clients and my students. If they're interacting with me, like they're to the top of the line over somebody who I don't know and haven't had any interaction with and may share a thing or two of mine, like that's nice and all. But the people who have invested in themselves through my um, support, I'll do anything for them. Hmm invest, <laughs> invest <Yeah>. into yourself, <laughs> man. That's so, so important. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you what your number one networking tip is, but we've gotten so many good ones that, um, we'll just talk <laughs> about this for a second. Um, investing is so, so, so key. And I, what you were just saying is what most people don't do, Nicole. They're, they're, they're not action takers. You're an action taker. So when you saw that there was a chance for a call with John, instead of just taking the course, you immediately, without question, made the upgrade. And I don't know how much extra it was, but I'm sure it wasn't a small, tiny amount that was extra. I'm sure it was a good amount, significantly higher to get on a phone call with them. But if you didn't do that and you just took the course, it would not have benefited you near as much as it did um, because you spent a little bit extra to make sure that you uh, made that personal connection with John. And same thing with the other John, with with, uh, John Lee Dumas. Uh, same thing, made that upgrade to go talk to John one-on-one and ask him questions and cultivate, start cultivating a, a deeper relationship with somebody who knows what they're talking about, who's been there, who's made it happen, who's um, uh, you know, doing what you want to be doing. And, um, and then it sounds like you've invested in a couple of other mentorships. Is that right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, as a coach, as a mentor, like I, I've got to walk my talk, but I have to just one more thing. If you don't mind, I want to touch on about that. We say invest, right? Like it's not just cause some people might go, Oh, well you just, it's like, you have to pay somebody to, to take, you know, whatever, like that's stupid. No, you don't have to. But when you want to get in touch with somebody whose time is extremely valuable and they don't have much, you got to give them a reason to talk to you. And if, you know, like before you're saying, well, I don't have anything to offer. Yes, you can spend the time and cultivate and curate and, you know, do all that stuff on social media, or you can put your money where your mouth is. And there are very, I mean, I have seen so many leaders, like, I mean, really people who are like big time who still will charge and and make available a 30 minute consult you know and yeah people will be like $500 i'm not paying $500 to talk to somebody for 30 minutes it's like cool then don't <laughs> okay somebody else will <laughs> right and it's not about the money i mean you know you need to know what your budget is and everything but you need to look beyond that and say if i got to be on a call with them for 30 minutes and it cost me this, what do I need to get out of that to know it was worth it? And then invest in that way. I have had so many conversations. I'm getting better and better at weeding them out. I'm getting better and better at vetting people before I get on the phone with them. But I have had so many conversations that are for like, you know, sales. It's qualification conversation to see about working together. And people are just getting on the phone wanting to pick my brain. And it's like, if you do that, you can be sure. And I don't think it's just me. But if you get on a call with somebody, a free call um, in order to see if the program is right for you and your intention is not actually to join the program, potentially, it is actually to pick that person's brain, you can be sure they will not 
want to support you for free again. <laughs> so like, don't, I, I, I can't believe when people do this and then they'll like, you know, tag me in posts or act like we're pals. And it's like, right. Right. Who are you? You just wasted my time. And again, it's not about the money, right? So it's like if somebody were to be on an actual qualification call and it wasn't a right fit, I still love them. I still want to nurture them. I still want to support them. But if somebody is coming on to get something for free and then tries to exploit it, it is not a good look and it happens far too much. But if you want to get on a call with somebody and you really want to pick their brain or you want to see what they can do for you if you have a specific intent. For example, maybe you do want to interview them. It might make sense to explore, do they do any, you know, off-the-cuff, a la carte consultations and what's their fee? And going in and inquiring about what is your fee if we, if I, if I wanted to um, get on the call for you, get on the phone with you for 30 minutes. And if they say it's not an option, it's not an option. Okay. Then you go back to the drawing board and you keep curating and and cultivating and putting out and all that stuff, you know, for their social media and stuff like that. But if they say, well, um, I do a call for, you know, $3.99 for a 30 minute call. And, And you should probably figure out what your budget is before you reach out. But like that could be that $399 could turn into $30,000 for you within a month. I know it sounds crazy, but like that, yeah, so true, right? So true. And two things on that really quick. Um, Two things about paying for somebody's time is number one, you will take that time more seriously. And number two, the person you're paying will also take that time more seriously. And that one might even be the more important one because for, for, for an influencer who wants to keep making money off of selling coaching programs, off of selling, um, you know, 30 minute consultations, off of selling these different things, they have to be sure that they are adding the right amount of value to you so that it'll make it worth the money that you spent so that you'll go tell people, oh, it's the best 500 bucks I've ever spent. I highly recommend paying 30 minutes for JLD's time. I highly recommend paying 30 minutes for Nicole's time. Yeah, it was a thousand bucks, but you know, I made, I made 40 grand last month. So doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? So uh, wh- whoever whoever you're paying for their time, they will take it way more seriously and they'll be way more invested to make sure that you become more successful because of that phone call because they know that in the end it's going to come back on them either way. Um, but you will also take it more seriously, which I think is pretty important as well um, because anything that you don't pay for that you get for free is just never as as high of a priority as things are that you pay for. So if you're making a large investment that you know is stretching your budget a little bit, but you know that you have to do it and that it's the thing that's going to help you get to the next level and you make that investment, you are way more likely to capitalize on the on the connections or the knowledge or the information that you learn from that um, experience than you were if someone just gave it to you for free. So um, do not be afraid to spend the money. And just like with John, you know, and I mean, I do this and I know a, a lot of people do this, but once, once somebody comes into your world um, as a client, 
you know, even though it's only for 30 minutes, I think when, when you feel their sincerity and their authenticity and, and you really want to truly support them, it's like you can do that so simply. Like John Corcoran did not have to go above and beyond our call and say, let me introduce you to some people, but he did, right? Like, and that's the kind of thing I'll do for, for people as well. You know, I do laser sessions and we'll come up with, for example, one thing, one specific thing that the person was blocked around. And it's like, I give them the thing to do. And then within 24 hours, often they're writing me back and being like, oh my gosh, I just sold, I just made three sales. Like this was amazing. And, and so it really can be, you know, I think two people think about the time. Well, 30 minutes is this? No, it's, it's the expertise that influence the, the connection and all that. Right. And so, and also, like I'm going down to, I was telling you before, I'm going down for uh, Dory Clark's um, book launch party and I'm staying the next day in Manhattan and I've reached out to a couple clients and I've said, hey, I'm going to be in town. Do you want to grab coffee? So you get so much more, right? And like, again, we were just at podcast movement. I spent so much time with people that I have hired before. I spent so much time with people who have hired me before. You develop a relationship and it's not then that it's like you have to pay to always talk to this person. It's that you get noticed by this person and this potential for a real relationship ongoing, mutually beneficial. Exactly. It, it just emerges. On that same line, kind of going off of what we were talking about earlier with the, you know, what you know or who you know thing, what what this allows you to do, what this strategy allows you to do is it helps you to be able to be known by other people and which is equally as important or more important than who you know because a lot of people know who, you know, John Corcoran is or who John Lee Dumas is. But how many people do they know? And uh, so I think it's really important who you know, but who knows you is is probably more important. And when you get when you spend money on stuff like that, exactly what you were saying, it allows you to it allows that person to start knowing who you are. So now all of a sudden, when you share a post of theirs, they're like, oh yeah, that's that one guy I hopped on the phone with that one time, and they start keeping an eye on what you're doing. And then when you shake their hand at an, at an event, oh yeah, hey, we hopped on the phone that one time. Hey, and then if they happen to be next to another person you've been trying to meet, oh, have you met this guy? Oh yeah, I hopped on the phone with him for a little while. You know what I mean? And so, um, and ha having uh, having people like that know you is is really where where things start to get uh, really really interesting. So, Nicole, I honestly could sit here and talk to you for probably another three hours about this, but I know we we both have uh, a couple other things we got to get going to. So. One more quick question on this, and then we'll we'll move on uh, uh, to the the last segment here. Do you have any tips for networking in Facebook groups specifically? You know, there's so many um, good tips that I'm sure your your uh, other guests have given. I am more of a attraction person than a go do it person. Like, you know. <laughs> I find for me personally, and this isn't for everybody, everybody's got to find their jam. You got to find what works best for you. But for me, I find tr like going into Facebook groups and searching for things I can give value on, it exhausts me. And I just don't, I don't have an interest in it. I will say that for my Facebook group, um, I value the people that come in and are sincerely engaged in, in, in conversation, in conversation that's relevant in, um, asking questions to get the help they're looking for. Um, 
I, I really value that. And I think it opens up the opportunity for, again, real relationships and real value. Yeah. I think in anything you do, you just have to bring your full self. You have to play to your strengths. Like you were talking about before work on your strengths. You don't have to, if you don't like doing something like me, I don't, I don't, I don't find it enjoyable or effective for me personally to go into Facebook groups with the intention of networking. I don't like it. So I'm not doing it. Um, so find what works for you in anything, what you enjoy. It lights you up. The energy flows like people can tell. Be genuine, play to your strengths and ask questions. Nicole, seriously, so much good stuff. We're going to move into something that I like to call the random round, which is basically just a few quick random questions with a few quick random answers. You ready? Let's do this. This is the random round. What profession other than your own do you think that it would be fun to attempt? I am like drawing a blank. I should have an answer for you. And <laughs> I can't think of any. I think anything, I can't even think of anything right now, honestly. Just love what you do that much. I, I really do. I know that sounds corny <laughs> no, and kooky. But, but like I said, I had so many different jobs and, and careers in the past that yeah. um, I was always willing to go for whatever I wanted. And, and now... I just love being me. Like there's, there's nothing like it. And so what I sell and the different tactics that I use and stuff like that, that can change any day. But my, my career, my business, my, my moneymaker is just showing up as myself and speaking my truth. And there's, there's nothing else I want to do. If you could sit on a park bench with someone past or present and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? My grandfather. I know that's not a networking thing, but um, that's that's just the truth. Just one of the most genuine, smartest, amazing people I've ever known in my life. And there were just way too many things uh, that I never got to say. How do you like to learn best, books, blogs, or podcasts? I am a kinesthetic learner, so doing, actually being in an activity and working through it. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Is there a specific way that you usually go about doing that as far as like going to workshops or anything like yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. Love workshops. Love, you know, even, um, when I do calls with my clients and what I love when people do for me as well is doing video conferencing because you can mm. see the person, you can share screens. And so it's for me something, um, that helps to remember. I do also like listening to audiobooks while I drive. And, um, I find that sinks in oftentimes too. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. Oh, my morning routine is so not routine. Um, <laughs> I like to I, I like to put my priorities first. This is something I've been working on. I'm certainly not um, an expert at it yet, but every day I'm I'm working on it. Um, so I my intention is generally I don't schedule calls before noon. Um, nobody else's agenda. I don't work on their agenda until noon. And I work on whatever I feel inspired to. So if I feel like starting work early, I do. If I feel like, you know, taking a walk down by the lake, I do. If I feel like, I don't know, standing on my head, I do. <laughs> so I just make that space in my mornings just to allow myself to be present and to do whatever I feel inspired to. What is your go-to pump-up song? Ah, Anything by Pink. What are you not very good at? Oh gosh, lots. Um, <laughs> sports, <laughs> actually doing sports. 
that's not my so talking sports is okay doing sports. It's funny because when I worked in sports, I was super into sports, um, like professional sports, Mm -hmm. but I still wasn't, um, an athlete, but I was, I, I was, I was into, uh, athletics. So I, I was, I was more athletically inclined, I guess then like now, no, <laughs> now I can't run. To, if somebody's chasing me, that's about the only time I'm going to run. <laughs> All right. Let's get everything wrapped up here. Nicole, what is one place where we'll be able to find you the most? The best place to go is to interviewsthatconvert.com forward slash B-Y-N for Build Your Network. Interviewsthatconvert.com forward slash B-Y-N. I'm going to put something cool there for folks. I'm not even sure yet what. I'm going to whip something up fun. And, um, all of my social media is listed there. So if you want to get in touch at the bottom of the page, um, that's, that's how to reach me. Perfect. Interviews that convert.com slash B Y N go there to check out whatever free gift Nicole decides to whip up. I'm sure it'll be awesome. And then her social <laughs> media links will be there at the bottom. She's the one with the purple hair. You'll be able to tell. <laughs> so Nicole, thanks so much for coming on the show. I always have a blast talking to you. Likewise, Travis. Thank you so much. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.